welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you are blessed. Let me just say again, thank you for listening and being a part of the Kid Ministry Collective listening family. And if you're not already part of the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, let me invite you to join that one or check out the Restoring Leaders Facebook group. Both of these groups are fantastic to help you grow in your leadership, to live restored, and to lead renewed. This week, I've been inspired by a mentor from afar, John Maxwell. If you haven't listened to John Maxwell, um, you ought to listen to some of his podcasts and his videos. Uh, They are fantastic. And so I've got to give him full credit for this one because I listened to this one a while ago and it just really inspired me. And I thought this would be a great time to share some of those thoughts Um, his and mine, uh, about this topic. Because typically at the end of the year is when we start going into evaluation mode. If you don't, you should. Uh, You should have a growth plan for your ministry. You should have a growth plan for yourself. You should have a growth plan for those that you are leading, your teammates. If you don't have any of those things, or if you're not sure how to do those things, I would encourage you to reach out to kmccoach.net, set up a 30-minute clarity call, and talk about a coaching journey where we can help you. In fact, right now, we're having a special. Now, this was a Black Friday special, but we're going to extend it for those of you that are in the Kid Ministry Collective community and for those of you that are podcast listeners. But you have to mention that you heard it on the podcast But we have a coaching special going on right now called Leading in the New Now. And you can get six months of coaching, six 90-minute sessions, one-on-one, where we can help you develop these personal growth plans and much, much more. Uh, The rate is unheard of. I'm not going to say it on air, but if you'll schedule the call and mention the Leading in the New Now offer from the KMC podcast, then I will be glad to share that with you and to work with you on that and to see if we're a good fit. But like I said, we're talking about goals and growth. And what is the difference between a goal-conscious mindset and a growth-conscious mindset? And does it really matter which one we have? Most leaders tend to be very goal-focused, But are you growth-focused? Now, you'd also might ask, well, why should I do that? Right now, I'm struggling to get volunteers. That is the number one thing over all the kid ministry, children's ministry, family ministry, even youth ministry, Facebook groups. Everyone is searching for the answer of how do I get people back serving? Well, I believe one of the keys, I truly do, is changing our mindsets to be thinking differently in the new now. So 
Can I just say, I really believe a growing leader is going to be a happier leader than a goal-focused leader. I truly believe that. For years and years, I pushed hard on goals. I was told I had to have smart goals. Uh, sometimes I thought I had dumb goals. Sometimes I had too many goals or not enough goals. You know, we get so focused on goals, goals, goals that we forget that we're really about growth. You know, if you look at what Jesus did when he was here on earth, he was focused on growing the kingdom. And as leaders, we should be focused on growing the kingdom as well. But we all go through phases as leaders. You know, some of our growth comes totally accidentally. We just fall into places. I know leaders that sometimes I wonder, how did they get into the role that they got into? Well, sometimes they fell into it, and they were blessed to jump into a position when they weren't even really qualified for it. It happened to me. I had accidental growth. Then there were times where I grew on purpose. I had people investing in me counseling me, encouraging me, mentoring me. And so I had some purposeful growth. It was There was some initiative and there was some intentionality there. And then there were seasons where I really focused on, I wanted to grow myself personally. One of the best investments I ever made was that I hired a coach myself. I couldn't get my church to pay for it, but I believed I needed to grow so badly. I wanted to change my thinking, my disciplines, my habits. I wanted to understand how I was wired um, and how God made me, and so I could find my own personal leadership style. So I invested in hiring my own coach, and boy, was that a game changer for me. I had this amazing season of learning and growing and developing myself, which led me to be able to develop others. And so there was some others growth where I focused on putting people around me that wanted to grow, that had the heartbeat of the house and could take my ministry to a whole nother level beyond anything I could ever do alone. So I started focusing on developing other people, finding people who wanted to grow and pouring into them and encourage them, taking them with me to leadership conferences, sharing podcasts with them, reading books together. And boy, was that energizing uh, together. And if you don't have somebody that you're pouring into, find someone. Find another children's leader or a youth leader around you and say, hey, let's get together once a month for coffee. Or let's do a book study together. and We can share uh, thoughts about it during the week through text messages or a vo voice message. Uh, but you can find a way to keep others growing, including yourself. And then ultimately, you are looking at the bigger team. You're looking at the body of Christ. You're looking at discipling parents and all of those kind of things. So let's talk about the differences. What's the difference between a goal-conscious mindset and a growth-conscious mindset? What's the big deal? Well, here's some thoughts, and I'm going to take some of these from John Maxwell, and I'm going to bring in some of my own as well. But you know, when we're focused on goals, we're focused on hitting that number. There's a destination. There's an end in mind. And we push hard for those things. We focus on that. But here's the thing. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that sometimes we get content with hitting those goals and it actually plateaus us. Have you ever thought about that? Sometimes we stay the same because we hit the mark, and even though we might increase our goal the next year, 
really, ultimately, we're not changing a lot of the things that got us to that goal. We're just building it forward. So here's the thing. You've got to be careful that you don't just focus on the destination. And so a growth-conscious mindset is somebody who focuses on the journey ahead. They know it is a process, not a pill. And and so you're thinking about a bigger picture than just an end number. You're looking at ultimate end value, the growth, the journey. You know, the other thing, you know, when we're focused on goals, we're all about motivating ourselves, motivating others around us. We want to run through that wall, charge, you know, and off we go. And it's a powerful thing. And those kind of things do motivate us. But a growth conscious mindset really focuses on bringing people to maturity. And I honestly think as leaders of faith, that really should be our mindset all the time. As I, the Bible tells us that we are to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. That is part of the act of worship. It's the part of discipleship. And we are, miss that so often because we're focused on numbers rather than growth. Maturity is important for people, and we want to help people come to the maturity of their faith. And so we need to be growth conscious. We need to be growing people around us, growing those children, growing those student leaders, growing those adult leaders around us. You know, the other thing is, is that goals become very temporary or seasonal. Um, we focus on them for a certain period of time. And, and really, we want to be focused on this, you know, a growth mindset is more lifelong journey. We want to set people up to grow with Jesus beyond our ministries. We want these children to grab onto their faith so solidly that as they move out into the middle school and the high school ministries, that they are determined to follow Jesus, that they are resilient in their discipleship. And as we lead teams and those around us, we want to help them grow in such a way that they too are growing even beyond our ministry, that maybe we'll even send some of those leaders out to new ministries where they can be effective, where they can be powerful, where they can now lead leaders. I would love to see that, and it's been a blessing to know at least a little bit of my legacy is that I've seen some young people who came through our children's ministry and student ministry that are now in ministry themselves, and what a powerful testimony to the glory of God alone that He used me and my family and my team around us to see these young people come to full circle, to see themselves continue to grow on their journey of faith. You know, goals, they challenge people, you know, but they only challenge you up to that event or that timeline end where they don't look forward more. And growth conscious mindset, growth kind of focused leaders really focus on the change in people. We want to see people change. What would your ministry look like a year from now if you started a growth conscious attitude where you want to see not just your numbers grow and, and, and more people coming to your ministry, but what you'd like to see even more is that you have children memorizing God's word, sharing their faith, having solid answers, and making valuable life choices based on God's word. We want to see God's word change people, and it's only God's word that will change people, not our words, not our programs, not our fun strategies, not our curriculums, not our decorations and environments. 
It's God's word that promises it will never return empty. It's God's word that can transform hearts and lives forever. And so when we focus on growth-conscious attitudes and growth-conscious mindsets, we see people changing over the process. And you know, when a goal is reached, like I said at the very beginning, sometimes we plateau, we get stagnant, we get in cruise control. And sometimes we ride the mountaintop for so long, we see things going, everything's going smoothly. And yeah, we may have a few complainers and detractors here and there, but overall, we're just kind of like, hey, life is good. Let's keep going. And, and you know what? That can be dangerous. Uh, when we, because when we stop leaning into the spirit, we stop listening to what we should be listening to, and we stop creating and using the creativity that God has given us. But when you're a growth conscious leader, one of the things you realize is that, yeah, you may have a, a, a goal, uh, something in mind there as a, as a waypoint, but that's just the beginning, and you want to keep going to the next one, and to the next one, and to the next one, you know, because again, the des- the ultimate destination is really uh, a heaven and and getting there but on the earth while we're here we want to see people change and grow and we we realize that 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 waypoint is just part of the journey not the end of the journey and so the thing is is that growth conscious leaders are continuing to develop every day they're never satisfied with their growth. They're going to continue to ask for more. They're going to continue to seek more and grow more. They're not going to get discouraged by the setbacks and the switchbacks. They're going to keep pressing on. You know, the COVID has definitely tested us and pressed us in many ways as leaders. And we continue to struggle with the losses of, of leaders not coming back but we can either continue to struggle with that loss or we can change to a growth mindset and say, you know what? We press on. This is part of the journey. This is a challenge. There's a valley season here. It's kind of hard, but we're going to keep pushing uphill because we know there's more to come. There's more that God can do. And, and so the process is going to be a challenge. The process is going to be hard work. Jesus never said that following him would be easy, that it would be something that we would have no opposition to. He said, no, the world's going to hate you for this. They're going to oppose you for this. And the enemy is going to oppose us. The enemy is going to create obstacles for us. And my friends, do not be discouraged in what you're doing because what you're doing is a good work. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one who can give you that strength and that endurance that you need to keep going. I want to challenge you. Yes, set goals. Those are the good waypoints. Consider them just waypoints on a greater journey to growth. If you want to see your numbers grow, if you want to see your team get stronger and healthier, it's not about how many you have. It's about how deep and mature they are. Trust me, healthier ministries now will produce great harvests later. We've got to keep our focus on those things. So don't mourn and keep focusing on what you don't have. 
Focus on what you do have. Invest in them. Encourage them. Uplift them. Challenge them to take it to the next level. Keep pushing them on the destination. Just because they sign up to serve and they're on the calendar doesn't mean that's the end of the process. See, that's a goal-conscious person. You've got the the slot filled, but a growth-conscious leader is going to say, okay, I've got you on my team. Now, how can I help you serve in a greater way? How can I help you impact the children in a greater way? How can I reach the parents so that they can be more intentional during the week when our kids aren't at church? What can I do in those things? Limit, eliminate some of the other things that are hindrances along the way. Simplify your process. Simplify your calendar. Simplify your agenda. And simplify your goals. Make sure you filter them and say, are these growth-conscious mindsets, or is this just a numbers-based journey? Well, I hope those things make sense. I hope they help. And I just wanted to encourage you on this day as I record this podcast, because we're coming into uh, where I'm recording this in the end of November 2022, and we're getting into that final month of the year, and we're going to get ready to kick off a new year. And this is a great opportunity to celebrate the season of God's greatest gift, Jesus. I hope that you'll take time to stop and be mindful of the season, to soak it in for yourself, to take this and embrace it. See, that's part of growth, my friends, is you can't give and lead somewhere that you've not been, because otherwise you're just wandering around too. Our job is to lead people to the manger. It's to show them the greatest gift ever. And so my hope is that you'll enjoy this season and that you'll embrace it. Yes, it's going to be physically hard. It may be mentally, and it may even be spiritually and emotionally hard. But again, keep pressing on because God is with you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to encourage you. And I'm here for you too. If you need someone to talk to, you need someone for encouragement or some mentoring or some coaching, please check it out. If you need some soul care, please check out RestoringLeaders.org or go check out the Restoring Leaders Facebook group and come join us over there where we can have these kind of conversations because it's a focused group just on soul care and, and, and all those kind of things in our hearts. So again, God bless you. Thanks for being a part of this ministry. Thanks for supporting it and encouraging it. Thanks for sharing comments. Please reach out. Let us know you're listening. We would love to know. Uh, maybe some topics you'd like us to tackle, some some guests that you'd love to have us on. We're working on scheduling some more uh, conversations with some other leaders, and I can't wait to share those with you. So again, thanks for listening to this edition of the Kid Ministry Collective podcast, and stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.